All right. <laughs> Three, two, one. Welcome to the Mother Effer Podcast. I'm Beth. And I'm Jesse. We are two moms who are ready to stop being polite. And start getting real about this thing called motherhood. Because motherhood is no joke, y'all. So put on your big girl panties. Grab a drink. And, and let's, let's do, do this thing. thing. Hey. Welcome back to Mother Effer, everybody. I'm welcome happy to be here. back. Yeah. We welcome are back. back. We are here. We are so sorry about that. <laughs> now you're last going week, up. Last week. I don't know if it was. I don't know if it was for you, Beth. It was for me. Was it you? Was it also for you last week? Um, last week wasn't so much a shit show for me. I was it just was, tired. It was rough. It was rough. It was like, um, like two sick kids and a computer that wouldn't work and a mic that wouldn't work and a husband that wouldn't work and all the things. <laughs> and, <laughs> and like trying to plan Ava's party and trying to like grow a business and have sick children and meet expectations and record a podcast and tech that wouldn't work and that's so like literally Beth and I are trying to record and like none of my shit would work and I was like fuck it we're done I'm calling it because yeah. I was just going to take it I've like I have learned my limits and I was like I'm done we're done yeah and today's so, not the day um, no. or yet that day wasn't the day I should say it, today is the day here we are tonight is the day yes but last week was not the week so we're mm-hmm. very sorry but you know guys we do this for free so some weeks if we need to call it, we're just going to call it. Yeah. You know what? Even if we didn't do it for free, I'd still call it. Nobody can tell me what to do anymore. There you go. That's <laughs> right. That's right. Um, I did get this hat that I wanted to show you. Oh, um, show me, show me, show me, show me. As you guys know, I record in my closet. We're recording via Zoom. Um, it's a trucker but, hat. And it says, manifest that shit. Yeah. So this is my hat. This is my life. Manifest that shit. I'm manifesting all the things in my life. I saw it and I was like, oh my God. Tell me what you've been manifesting lately. That I'm going to make $10,000 a month. That I'm going to grow this business. That I'm going to change the working landscape for motherhood. That I'm going to um, just change the way that things operate for women in culture. Fuck yeah. I'm doing it. I'm so fucking doing it. And I'm so close to my goal. And so I'm like, I am manifesting it every single day and every single day I'm getting a little bit closer and yeah. And I out of you growing this business, not because I'm like, Oh, I want to be a millionaire. And Oh, I want to like be an influencer and like social media strategy, blah, blah, blah. I don't, I love what I do. I'm doing it because I want to create a place where women can work and also be mothers and not feel guilty for doing either one. I like that idea every fucking day. So I saw that hat that said manifest this shit. And I was like, yes, yes. that's a cool hat. It's like, picks me back to the two thousands because it's a big old trucker hat. It's a trucker hat. Think like, and yeah, like uh, what's his name? What's his name? Um, Kucher. I don't know. Kucher. Uh, oh, Ashton. Ashton. Yes. Remember mm-hmm. he wore all those many, hats in that early How many people do you think name their kids that? Ashton. I think a lot after that like time period. Like I th- I feel like there's probably a lot of kids who are like 10 years old right now walking around with that name. You think so? <laughs> yeah. It was like the same time that like Emma was really big. Remember Emma? Like Emma was like everybody's kids. I feel like everybody named their daughter Emma in their like the early 2000s. Emma and Ashton. So cute. <laughs> <laughs> now it's like 
<laughs> Here's a funny story. Last night, my friend and I were watching TV with commercials. Even we were watching the Grammys. Ooh. And a commercial came on for like a new drug. I don't even remember what it was called, what it was called. Actually, no, I remember what it was called, but I don't know what it was for. Okay. But it was, no, I do remember what it was for. It was for diabetes. Anyway, it was called Rebellus. (laughs) And it was spelled like R-Y-B-E-L. And I'm like, you know, somebody out there named their kid Rebel with a Y. And my friend's like, what? How do you even do that? I was like, right here, this drug is called Rebellus. And it's right. R-Y. So there is a person, I guarantee there is a person living in this world named Rebel. Right. And it's spelled with a Y. It's yeah, because they're a rebel. Do you think that that's like, whose job is that to name medications? Because I feel like I actually like, asked all that of those, question. Like, AstraZeneca, right? And like all of those, like who comes up with those names? Is it copywriters? Is it like creatives or is it like scientists? Like I'm I think super it's a curious. competition or uh, a compilation of scientists' names and marketing like it's a little meld of the both like a amalgam of like yeah like the names okay okay all right curious okay all right I'm like they're rebelling curious. against diabetes so they named it rebellus with a y i don't know <laughs> astrazeneca i was like what the fuck who could somebody's name their kid that too just 100 100 astrazeneca <laughs> Some teacher. If I named my kid Rebel with a Y, and I, or if anybody did, and I was their teacher, I'd be like Rybell, Rybell. It's just like tell me you've seen that skit. Tell me you've seen that skit from who hasn't Teal. seen that skit? Who has? Oh my god! So there was a, a teacher, a a substitute teacher, uh, this young black guy who who did a TikTok, and he did that in the class, and it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> it is funny. Class of all, you know, like totally suburban white kids and mispronounce their names. But the it thing is, is the names that hilarious. he was mispronouncing were regular, like white people names in the original right. skit. But now it's literally names with wise put places that shouldn't be put. Like yeah. wise should not be in the name Ashley. Well, maybe they should be. I told you about the time that I <laughs> that I got Ben a monogram backpack and misspelled his name. <laughs> what did you name him? Neb? <laughs> Benjamin, but I spelled Benjamin wrong. Did you spell it with a Y? I was like, oh my God, we are not going to be those parents who, who like, you know, make a unique spelling, quote unquote, for their kids' normal names. And I was like, no, I just totally misspelled it. Like, I'm not trying to be cool. I just misspelled it in the monogram form. <laughs> I, I don't even remember how I did it, but it was something terrible. So. I can screw up even a basic name that's supposed to be normal. I will take it and fuck it up. That's why it's just Ben. It's not Benjamin. It's Jack and Ben and Luke and Ava. Easy, easy, easy. I have. Yeah. My kids' names, I think, are pretty easy, too. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. Well, they're named after, you know, bands and, you know, things like that. So So I have I do have a question for you that is very random. Okay. It's just more just a random question that I had come up during the Grammys. So, you know, it was very sad that um, Taylor Hawkins died of the Foo Fighters. The drummer passed away, which was super sad because he had lots of life Mm -hmm. in him. But um, did they ever come up with a reason? Drugs. Just a mix of stuff. Drugs. So he like overdosed? Mm, I don't know that he overdosed so much as to just maybe did too much like at his, once like his body was thing, torn out but, like his yeah. body was done yeah okay 
He was super young though. Yeah, was he's he 50. Yeah, he just right. turned yeah. 50. Oh, God. but we were talking about that and how, you know, I remember where I was when Kurt Cobain died. Yeah. And I was with an old boyfriend of mine from high school. And so I was talking to my friend. I said, do you think my old boyfriend from high school is sitting around right now talking about Taylor Hawkins dying? And some guy's like, where were you when Kurt Cobain died, Phil? And he's like, oh, I was with my girlfriend, Beth. Uh-huh. Do you think like they tell stories like that? Or is it just women that story? remember the men who were, or women oh, that they were with? Well, no, he probably remembers. I mean, that's like a super specific time. And if you're into pop culture, like you're super, super into pop culture. So you remember that time and place. Was he into pop culture as well? Or was it just- Yeah, like we seemed thing? to both kind of remember it. We were both pretty somber about it when it came okay, over the radio. Yeah. Of course he remembers. And of course he's telling that story. Yes. So funny. I just, it was weird thinking about that. Anyway. Yeah, no, I don't remember where I was because of what was that? 1996, seven. Mm, I think right? it was 1994. Or Shit, man. No, yeah. no, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, damn. Oh my <laughs> God. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was in the late 1900s. It was. Fuck those. <laughs> Before cell phones. Yes um yeah because I feel like it was like a string of them like I feel like it was Kurt Cobain and then Tupac and then Biggie like it was just like one after another for a while there right Mm -hmm. that's kind of what it felt like in the 90s um but Jack my eldest son loves Kurt Cobain he loves Nirvana so he's really gotten into Nirvana lately especially since he saw the latest Batman flick Oh, and, I haven't seen it yet. Is it good? Have you seen it? Oh my it? God. I haven't seen it, but my, uh, but Rankle saw it with Jack and he said, you know, because I really love the Christian Bale, Batman, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. And especially with like Heath Ledger and all of oh, that. Yeah. I'm really, the best Batman hands really, down. Really good. So I was kind of like, eh, I don't know. Eh, I don't know, I don't know about it. Edward being Batman. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> it's not really like a superhero movie he was like it's actually more of like a murder mystery like psychological thriller and I was like "Ooh, that I can get behind and so he said that um like I was I was taking Jack to a friend's house and Jack was like kind of turn on my music and I was like sure he turns on something in the way and I was like mm, how do you know this song and he was like it was in Batman mom and he like something in the way by Nirvana and he like loved that song and then he started listening to the entire album and he was like oh my god did you know that baby that's on the cover of Nirvana is trying to sue them blah 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 and I was like <laughs> and he's really getting into like the culture which is so cool and I love listening to it with him like he really really enjoys it that's nice um, yeah, it was my kids cool. don't like that music at all it's just me but I still make them listen to it I can't say that I was the biggest Nirvana fan. I, teen Spirit, like it smells like Teen Spirit, was probably like my favorite. But I was really into like Mariah Carey and Alanis Morissette, and like really poppy stuff at that time. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't like a huge Nirvana. I need fan. To, I need to um, take you back a notch. Alanis Morissette was not poppy. Oh my god! <laughs> yes, she was. No, she was not. Oh my god! Are you kidding me, Jagged Little? Disagree. It's not. <laughs> It's oh not disagree. God. It's what disagree. It's a Billy. Like Billy Eilish is the this season's Alanis Morissette. No, she is more like um. Oh my God, what was her name? The whiny one, Fiona Apple. 
Right. Mm, that's a great. Right. We are not agreeing on a music front tonight, girl. Apple. Uh-uh. She is so. They're so whiny. And Fiona mo- Apple annoys the shit out of me. Billie yeah, Eilish. Billie Eilish. Oh man. <laughs> Oh my god, it's so whiny and irritating. It's just like fucking Fiona Apple. No, well, of course, come on, Jagged Little Pill. That was pop. That was like on the radio, like top forty shit. That was pop. Okay. Okay. So I disagree. Popular music, top forty. Yes, but then I remember. I remember um, when No Doubt came on the scene, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, like I remember feeling like. Alanis and Mariah Carey and Boys to Men, like everything, like Hanson, they were all pretty safe. But they just remember, put Hanson in the same category as Alanis Morissette. Girl, look, they were all <laughs> '90s icons, all in a bubble, all in a safe, sweet little bubble, '90s innocent. But then I feel like um, when you listen to the Alanis Morissette album properly, because oh it is God. not innocent, girl. I love that. I. <laughs> I feel like when No Doubt came on the scene, it was the first time that I saw a woman who was fronting a band who was kind of hardcore for me, like in the 90s, right? Like I remember Garbage, but I wasn't a huge fan of their music. I didn't like the genre, right? Mm -hmm. But I feel like when No Doubt came on the scene and I was like, oh my God, like I'm just a girl, like blew my fucking mind. I was like, what is this? I saw No Doubt and Bush and Goo Goo Dolls at a concert once. It was pretty <gasps> great. Oh my god! Yeah, it was it was a pretty rad show. Oh my god! Yes. Oh, <laughs> I love her. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of her like newest stuff, but I feel like you know that was my first introduction to like, oh, she can be like she's edgy, but she's feminine, but she's cool, but she's kind of tough, like she's kind of a badass, but right. like. Mean like yes, mm-hmm. it was amazing. Oh my god, yes. So now that Jack is kind of getting into like more of like he's always like '90s hip hop, but like more of like '90s pop, like top forty radio shit. It's it's fun. Like I'm I'm really enjoying like going down memory lane with him with all that stuff. I have to admit though that this weekend um was the absolute most fun. Um, on Sunday he had me pick up five of his friends five five of them I had to pick up oh. and uh one boy and four girls and they all call me mama Millie by the way like <laughs> oh military okay yep. yeah <laughs> I was like why do they call you Millie and now I get it because yeah, I'm like a cocaine pusher on the side it's like here's a Millie you know like <laughs> it's like the weeds theme should start <laughs> they, they they tacky. And it was so hilarious. I had all of them in the car and like, I forgot what it's like to be a seventh grade girl. You know, now you got a taste of what my car ride was like with them, huh? Oh my God. It was so much fun. I loved it. Jack and his, his guy friend that was in the car, they kept trying to put on a little like hardcore rap and like gangster rap or whatever. And the girls were like, no, let's listen to forget you. Let's listen to pretty much. So, you know, obviously like giving into what they wanted and that's what I wanted I don't want to listen to gangster rap I would rather listen to forget you and so we put on this you know super fun girly music and turned it all the way up and I have this fantastic picture I actually took a selfie in the car with saw the it. and his he's covering his face I saw that it's perfect it's a perfect depiction of what mothers do to their teenagers on a regular basis even if he was a girl he would have covered his face in, in embarrassment 
so much fun. Oh my God. It was so, so, so much fun. And then I, my girlfriend, Amanda, um, who's a regular listener, um, shout out Amanda. Hey girl. Probably my oldest, most loving friend. Um, we've known each other forever. She sent me this, uh, TikTok. God, I cannot remember the comedian's name for the life of me. He's been on a billion things, but he started his career, like, you know, doing stand up, talking about how horrible it is to have little kids, right? Diapers and crying and not sleeping. And like, he has five kids. And so oh, is it this. Jim Gaffigan? Yes. <laughs> My sister that. sent that to me too. Yeah. He's the best. Want to know what it's like having four kids? Get in a pool with three and have one somebody throw one at you. One more at you and then drown. That's what it's like. That's part of it was like, when people tell you you have little kids and it's going to get better, it doesn't. It gets worse. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, yes. I like, made friends on Saturday. Um, my friend came over and we were sitting on my porch and a woman walked by with the cutest puppy. And my friend just, she loves shouting out things just because she's like, I love yeah. your dog. And she's like, yeah. And I was like, I have a 13 year old that would love to walk that dog. She's like, I do. I have a 13 year old too. That said she'd love to walk the dog. She's not out here. Is she? No. Fucking she started no. talking about having teens and what a pain in the ass they are. And she crossed the street. She's like, give me your phone numbers. <laughs> Talk about our podcast. Uh, no, I forgot all about it. Love the fucking podcast. <laughs> Girl, oh my God. It was when I was dying. I was listening to him and I, I really thought that it was going to go from like, you know, cause he, he started out like saying, you know, oh, it was so hard. And I talked about, you know, I talked so much shit about having little kids and I thought he was going to go into this whole, like, I'm really sorry because I was wrong because it goes by so fast and you don't know how fast it goes by. You get four years and then they're no longer babies anymore. And you know, like that whole like nostalgic thing, Mm -hmm. that's kind of where I anticipated. No, he was like, you know, it totally flipped it and was just like, you know, oh yeah, having little kids, you know, it does go by so fast, but it's, it's the best part because this is the worst part, you know, it It is the worst part. It's the worst part. Oh my God, dude, we have Ben who's nearly 11 and Jack, I feel like 11 and 12 was super not fun. Like the hormonal transition mm-hmm. from kid to teen. And so now that Jack is 13 next month, we're kind of like moving past that, like super difficult phase into like, it's more of like a boundary testing phase, you know, where he's like pushing boundaries. He wants to do things that he is not able, like, we don't think he's mature enough yet. You know, he's wanting to do all these things. He's wanting to push the boundaries. You know, it's just more like maintaining him and keeping him in his lane where Ben is now 11 and it's all of the emotions and all of the like fucking bipolar one second. He's fine. The next second he hates the world. I hate you. I hate everybody. And then he gives me a kiss and a hug and I love you so much. It's just like, oh my God, it's, it's so insane to see like another one now going through it. Yeah. Logan's issues he hasn't had any issues with any of it (laughs) truthfully he's been a dream (laughs) child compared to Harrison um but Mary like starting this Friday I'll have three teenagers three of them because Mary Jane will be 13 on Friday and I'm still waiting still no period show but whatever still waiting for that but she'll be 13 on Friday and I wouldn't I wanted to ask you this because my kids come up with the most ridiculous lies for stuff like to the point where I think did you think this through at all 
Like, do you think I'm that stupid? Okay. What was the stupidest thing or you lied about as a kid where you thought, yeah, I got totally got away with this. Totally. They have no idea. (laughs) I'm, and I'm trying to think back and maybe it's just me like blocking shit out. I'm trying to think of one like that I told to my parents or that I told to friends. I need to like mull on it a little bit because I okay. think that I have one like off the you, top of my head. I, I totally understand that because when I think about the things my kids do, I'm like, I was never this stupid. And then my mom's like, yeah, you were. You 100% were. Let me remind you. Right. And I'm like, shit. And then I think, well, you know what? Here I am. Here I, I am today. One. Okay, go I remember. Okay. So I am about 16 and Mm -hmm. my parents go away for the weekend. I don't even know where they went. No idea. And I decide that I'm going to throw a house party. Hell yeah. Okay. But I tell my parents, because at this time I'm pretty active in church, right? This is before the church kicked me out, which is a whole nother podcast. And, um, I just, I told my parents, yeah, you know, I'm just going to have a couple of friends over from youth group, which I did on the regular. So for them, it was like, oh, like that sounds normal. Cause I, I did. People are fine. Yeah. You know, they're like the Bible thumpers. They're fantastic. And so I was like, I'm just going to have a couple of youth group friends over. Like, we're just going to hang whatever. And, um, instead I threw a house party and it got wild as fuck. Um, because when you live in a very remote coastal town in the wintertime, there is shit to do. Okay. All I'm saying is I'm picturing Dawson's Creek. Yeah. House party. I don't Absolutely. I am telling Yeah. I want to know right now. Will it be? Yes. Everybody's crying. <laughs> All the way. It was intense. Very dramatic. Everybody was at my house. Yeah. dramatic. And so, um, you know, everybody comes, it's hours and hours and hours, um, you know, and everybody, you know, whatever the night's over, we all end up going. Did you get drunk and stuff or was it just a party full of kids? I, there was definitely drinking. I did not drink. I've just never, I just never did. I don't know. I, it wasn't, I didn't either. Believe me. I was a fucking square in high school. Yeah, I never like it wasn't like I'm not gonna drink because I'm too cool or Jesus loves me. That it was wasn't what that I did. shit. I just didn't. I was just like, whatever, I just don't feel like it. I don't know. And it's the same reason I had sex. I was like, um, I live in a small town where every boy I know has had sex with every girl I know, and that's disgusting. So I'm not gonna sleep with you. Yeah, right? It's gross. And so I saved myself for my tall, dark European man who I'm now married to. So <laughs> yes okay girl (laughs) my parents come home from the weekend and the house is clean I spent the whole next day cleaning it up I had a friend of mine who stayed with me to help me clean it up um you know long story short this guy I was that girl in high school who like loved to have tons of guys as friends but then the guys would like be in love with me but I was like you're my best friend and they were like oh my god I just love you and want to be with you and I was like and it was too much for me. I couldn't take it. So this one guy who I'd known forever stayed the night, helped me clean out the next days, like super incredible guy. And I totally fucked him over. And I was just, it was just not a good thing. I was just not, ugh, I was just not a good high schooler. Anyway, unbeknownst to Jess, uh, a bunch of stoners had thrown their 
cigarettes and leftover pot, whatever. What are they called? What are those things called? Roaches? No, Mm -hmm. roaches, like into our hedges. And so my mom, it's like the middle of next week. My mom's like, so tell me about your weekend. How did it go? How was your party? Did you have fun with your youth group friends? I'm like, oh my God, yes. We were singing all these worship songs and we were doing a Bible study and, you know, like, like insane detail about like, what Bible verses we read and what songs we sang. And like, you know, the girls slept over and the boys were so considerate and everybody, you know, and like just going into way too much detail. And that's what you do. I feel like when you're lying, you give way too much detail. And then you have no idea what you said. Yeah. She definitely was like, really? Cause I found a bunch of roaches and cigarette butts in our hedges. So where did those come from? Were you guys like activating the Lord? Like activating <laughs> the Lord. And I was like, <laughs> oh, here, uh, closer to Jesus. <laughs> oh my God. And I knew at that point there was just no, there it was like, there was just no turning back. No, I was an idiot. I was a an absolute idiot. Like my mom will tell you, she'll tell anybody I was a world-class liar. She loves telling people that makes it okay. sound like I'm the best person. But in high school, I did lie, but I was really bad at it in a sense that I would just continually talk and just have diarrhea of the mouth and then eventually say something and get myself in trouble. Right. So there was one night I was sleeping over at my friend Christina's house and Rob who wasn't my boyfriend or anything at the time. He was just friends with me and my boyfriend who was friends with Rob and another guy were spending the night too. So it was like three girls and three boys. Uh And we had so much fun. We listened to the new Nirvana. No, gross girl. Come on. I am not a home. Nothing happened, but still three there were boys and girls. And so mm-hmm. my mom wouldn't have let me spend the night if there were going to be boys there. So I just did tell her. So oh. we listened to the new Nirvana album. We listened to the new Pearl Jam album. We watched horror movies and we had a great time. And the next day I just was like, and then we did this. And then Sean said something hilarious. My mom's like, who? And then, and then, and her parents weren't there either. So then I started telling her about how hilarious it was when her parents called and we all pretended to be quiet. Oh my God. <laughs> and my mom's like, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no. I'm terrible. I, I'm terrible at it. Mm-mm-mm. And I've never been a good liar either. Like I just don't do it well. Like I get blotchy. Like I break out, like my chest gets all blotchy and red. My face gets all flustered. I forget things. Like I'm just never been a good liar. So I think my mom probably immediately saw right through me. Not only, I mean, not only did she find like the butts and the roaches in our, you know, bushes, but then to ask me point blank and she knew I was lying. Oh, like I'm just, I'm just, I'm just shitty at it. Usually yeah. when your parents ask you about something, they already know the answer. But here's the thing. Jack is an excellent liar and it scares the shit out of me because I believe him. And Ranko's like, are you fucking kidding me? And I'm like, of course, he's in, oh, no, no. you know, Ranko's like, no, no. And I'm like, you need to believe him. You, you need to take him. that veil off, girl. You need to release the veil. Well, Ranko. So, I mean, like with this past, you know, we talked about the last episode when Jack, we, you know, we caught him in that whole fucking cheating ring. And all the girls, you know, the Snapchat <laughs> right. girl photos, the Snapchat right? pictures. Fuck. 
yeah. And I'm like here, you know, oh, he's so innocent, blah, blah, blah. You know, no, he is not. And Ranko was the one who was like, he's fucking lying to you. And I'm just, I don't, I'm not ready for it. You know, and so that was a real eye opener for me was to be like, oh my God, my kid is this different person. So well, I'm very good at it. This, this year, our oldest turns 18 and we never go a day without reminding him of this fact. And, um, <laughs> he'll be, yeah. And he's That's in online crazy. school. So, I mean, I told, we were just talking about him this morning and I was talking to his dad about him and I was like, listen, as long as he's still in high school and doing it, he has to graduate like he normally would have not this May, but next May. I said, he can live at home. I said, but he can, he's not even in school school. So technically he could like figure out a job situation and go to school online and have his own place. And we both were like, (laughs) (laughs) right. (laughs) I mean, that's, that would be a dream come true for Rob and I would be super dream. We would be so proud of him. Yeah. But we just haven't, we haven't gotten there yet. I mean, but boys, I mean, look, he's 18, but what? Like maturity wise, he's probably what? 16, 17. Yeah. So, I mean, it takes him long. But then, you know, you got the social media and you have everybody that's in his class and they're all like getting awards and they're all going to job hunts and they're all doing internships and they're all oh, like, oh, I have 17 different colleges to pick from. Oh, those, whatever. oh my God. Yeah. No. I'm like, I like have fun kids. letting your parents go broke, Jessica. Right. Excuse me. <laughs> Hello. I didn't hear my name. <laughs> it just sounded right. It just sounded oh, right. Sorry. Thanks. Thank you. My friend Jessica is going to be pissed about it too. Don't worry. Yeah, Jessica. Fuck Beth, right? Yes, girl. Solidarity. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, seriously, he's going to find his own way. It's just, it doesn't have to be the same way as everybody else. You know? I just, I just want it to be a way where it's not under a bridge. I know, you know, exchanging sexual favors for like rent or drugs or whatever else. I don't know. Maybe that'll be his life episode. He'll be a sex worker and I'll be like, good for you. Let's legalize it. I don't know. (laughs) Anything's better than living under a bridge. Come on. (laughs) Yeah. You don't want, you don't want him to be turned into a podcast episode then more than he already is with us. No. Yeah. (laughs) Very true. I get it though. I think, you know, when they're teenagers, that becomes a real thing. You start to think about their real life and because they're going to be going, they're going to leave. And I got Logan. Who's like, I can't wait to go to college. Logan's going to be a blast at college, but I don't know what college he's going to do. Right. How, how is he doing? Is it, it should get much better. He's doing much better. He's much smarter than people think he is because he's not, he's a lazy mother. He's going to be a politician is what he's going to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I got Mary Jane, who's just going to be an artist. Yeah. She, I got a letter in the mail and it was from the middle school. And I'm like, awesome. And I, it's nothing good ever comes from school. And it no. was a letter letting me know that she was failing three classes. And I'm like, God, she's like, not true, mom. Not true. She showed me her power school and it wasn't true. She's currently passing everything just barely. And I'm like, girl, girl. Come on. What are you doing? Daydreaming about Coraline at school? Let's get our shit together. Right. Come on. on. I don't know. I, they just, school just isn't a big deal for them. And of course, I'm, Rob and I are just like, yeah, it doesn't need to be. We're not, yeah. we're not like honor roll, tiger mom, tiger dad kind of people. As long as yeah. you pass, yeah. we're happy. As long as you're trying your best, 
and you're fulfilling something else. Like Mary Jane just loves life. Eddie, Eddie's the only one that is like exceptional at school and life together. Oh my God. He really is. He really is the cutest. We watched uh, Murder on the Orient Express together. Oh my, wait a minute. Like the old one? No, no, no. The newer one that had come out in 2017. Okay, okay. And he immediately was like, can we watch another one like this? And so I just turned on old episodes of Poirot and he's like, this is great. I'm like, <laughs> oh my God. Well, I mean, Ava turned two this past weekend. which Such is... a cute outfit she had for her birthday party. Oh I was we dead did. watching this. So cute. Oh, we did. It was it... like a macrame top. It was, it was so... 70s theme. Oh my God. Ava is too groovy was the theme. Mm -hmm. She and I dress up like hippies and it is so much fun to do this shit for girls. Don't get me wrong. It's been fun to do it for the boys, but like, I, I genuinely enjoy throwing parties for my kids and like going all out and spending months and months, like planning decorations and like themes. And like, I just enjoy it. I do it. I don't do it for anybody else, but me. Like, I love it. Um, but she loved it. And she, she just was like, so enamored with like all the balloons and like the flower balloons on the wall and like the party cake and the cookies. Like she just loved everything. And it was super, super cute and fun. But yeah, I just can't believe it. I'm like, God dang, she's two. And like, I have a kid that's almost 13. I'm just like, what is this life that they're like, they're so far apart and they're so different such different places i have eddie who's 10 he'll be 11 this month and harrison will be 18 this year so is that similar i can't do math that yeah jack was 11 when he was born Mm -hmm. yeah so i mean there's a there's a good chunk of time there between them but she was our surprise vacation baby like we did not anticipate having another baby so um you know she was our surprise baby girl surprise bitch <laughs> yeah oh, um amazing though i but don't yeah. throw birthday parties i love looking at everybody else's extravagant birthday parties i do not throw them anymore and i yeah. think i've mentioned that i just take my kids wherever they want to go for their 10th birthday well yeah. because covid hit 2021 was eddie's 10th birthday so we didn't go anywhere yeah yeah and this kid killed me twice this oh, past no. week. the first time he's like mom can you tell me when we're going to Legoland because I have a party coming up in April and I want to make sure I'm going to be in class. And I looked at him and I was like, mm, you're going to be in class because I haven't booked a trip yet. Oh no. <laughs> he was, he was so sad. I was like, but I just don't know if it's safe to travel. Honestly, my honest, here's honestly, my mom's going to hate this, but honestly, I'd rather eat shit and die than travel to Florida right now. I really would. Oh, oh, girl, that don't say gay yeah. shit. I just don't want to go. Yeah. I'm not a Get fan. Out. I just don't want to go. I don't want to fly. I don't want my first flight since COVID to be to fucking Disney area. I thought I it was in know. Georgia. Legoland is in Florida. Is it? I don't fucking know. There's too many lands. Pretty sure it is. Yeah. Either no. way, I, either way, the bottom line is I convinced them to go to Legoland in England. So that's what we're going to oh fuck yeah that's so i'm in the i'm in the process of trying to figure out how much that's going to cost and telling rob that we need to pay for a full-on trip because everyone else has gotten what they wanted and just because we're in a different space and time right now we're going to get him what he wants yeah i mean you took mary jane to paris right Uh uh-huh yeah so yeah i was thinking we'd go to england we'd go to legoland we'd see the castles we'd take a train to scotland we'd have a great time we'd never come home at all 
yeah, we could do that too. They have the platform three and what is it, nine and three quarters. So like you can actually go to the platform nine and three quarters. All right. And so we're gonna we're gonna do all of that stuff if I can figure out how to get there. But the second thing, okay, so his best friend Brady and my friend Jenny, they their family moved in October. They moved away. Moved to Charleston, yeah. Oh. And I never told him. (laughs) Oh my god, you didn't tell him that his best friend was leaving town. Because Brady always has baseball and he was never available to play most of the time anyway because of baseball. So it was very random when we got to see him. And when we moved away from the neighborhood, it got even more random. And so I just never said anything. So Mary Jane's friend, Lexi, who lives near Brady or used to, comes over for a sleepover and she's talking about how the new neighbors in Brady's house. And Eddie's like, what are you talking about? And she's like, you know, Brady moved to Charleston. So and he comes busting into my room, crying his eyes out. I'm thinking Mary Jane and Lexi told him to get lost. And he was upset because he's like, I want to play with my friends. And I'm like, they're not your friends. Sometimes when your sister has a sleepover, you got to just chill and make sure, you know, you can't be included in everything. I had this whole speech been, like set up and he goes, it's not that. Tell me where you move. And I was like, oh, oh, oh. And so I texted my friend Jenny. I'm like, well, Eddie finally knows you moved because Lexi told him. Oh, no. And she's like, are you fucking kidding me? You haven't told him yet? I'm like, why would I? Why would I tell him? Why would I tell him? I'm not telling him. She was dying. She was laughing so hard. So he had like two big heartbreaks. First, I'm not going to Legoland. And now my best friend's not even around. He is so precious. And now I'm just going to, I'm like, I'm going to throw all the money at you. Hey. So cute. Oh my God. (laughs) And that, that mom guilt is real. So this son, this past Sunday, um, I made the beer that you're labeling for me. Oh Oh my God. Okay. 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 I made it. And, um, it's, it's like a six hour process. Yeah. And I had my kids this weekend. They don't care. They no. don't care less. That just felt so bad. I was like, I'm just going to be gone for most of the day. Well, did you, so where did you do it? At my friend's house. Okay. Okay. Makes exactly. beer. Okay. And so we made the beer. It was very tedious, hard work. And I had all this guilt about not being home. They could have cared less. They really could have cared less. I know my children probably didn't even realize I was gone. Right. But of course I'm like, what do you guys want for lunch? Everybody wanted something different. Of course. And I'm like, okay. And my friend was like, are you serious? You're going to get them all different stuff. I'm like, I feel real bad for not being at home. They get what they want. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Right. You were gone for several hours. How dare you? Yeah. yeah, You have to get the stuff they need. No, I feel you on that. hundred uh, percent. I did want to talk about the hope solo. Shit. Yes. My yes. God. So, so yeah, there's so, that article, right? So yeah. hope solo is a, um, used to be on the women's U S soccer team previous. Yep. And she was arrested for being in her car asleep with her children in the car in a Walmart parking lot. And they stated they smelled or suspected alcohol in winston-salem north carolina yeah and winston-salem yeah which is about a couple hours from where we live 
And, you know, you've seen those articles where the parents are like passed out because they've overdosed on heroin or something and they have toddlers in the back and you're like, what a horrible parent. Yeah. And I'm not saying that if she was drunk off her ass, it's not a good idea, brother. It's just not. But honestly, when I first read the article, I thought I could have, I could have been that mom. I mean, yeah. Sitting in the parking lot, doors are locked, cars on, movies probably on in the back. This yeah. is the only time we fucking get. I'm going to take yeah. a nap in the parking lot. And here comes Miss, you know, Busy Betty. Now on one. I mean, I'm not saying that she's not culpable of something. You know, she was half in the bag. That's not a really great way to start your day. But I mean, as a did, mother. Yeah, they didn't really say in the article. They didn't release. No, but they just said, kind of like they said why, that why she called. was out. Yeah, right. somebody called because they saw her sleeping in her car and they saw her kids in the car with her. And then the, there was like cops suspected alcohol, but there was no follow-up to that. And no, I thought- It didn't like release an official statement about like, like why- How many she times have you just sat in your driveway because your kids are asleep in a car and read on your phone? Just sat yeah. in the car. Like right, find absolutely. your business, Betty Boop. Get oh, out no, of my I face. Legit falling asleep like in the carpool line. Like oh, yeah. Lucas yeah. would go to sleep. Like I would pick him up from preschool and I fell asleep in the dentist chair today. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Call the P call the police, please. Please. Someone oh, call the cops on me. Three hots and a cot. Bring it. <laughs> Every time I get my hair cut and they like do the massage thing, I swear to God, it's like, I'm about to fall asleep. Yeah. Sometimes when I go get anything done with waxing dentist haircut, I'm like, just oh, don't God. talk. How do me. you sleep through a waxing? I don't. Oh my God. But sometimes I just don't want to talk. Sometimes I'm just like, just don't talk. Just oh, make it just, just, just. like, I can understand. Like I felt that I'm not condoning it. I'm not saying that it's something I would do, but it's definitely something that I would. Well, it's not something I would do. Like I wouldn't get drunk in the Walmart parking lot. Like I wouldn't go to Walmart with my two kids, buy a bottle of wine, buckle them up put on a movie and pound the wine in the parking lot. Like that's not something that I think of doing, but I also oh, am like, did, is but what's the difference between doing that in the Walmart parking lot or just driving, you know, a mile and a half home and doing it in your house? No, I mean, <laughs> I mean, if you have toddlers, both of those things sound like not a good idea, but was she drinking? I mean, there was, that's what the, that's what the article stated that there was alcohol, smell of alcohol, alcohol was suspected something along those lines. Also, I mean, I thought what was super really kind of shitty about that article too, was that they kept referring to her tumultuous relationship with her. I don't know if they're married now or if it's her ex who's, he used to be like an NFL football player. Um, Mm -hmm. apparently they had had a lot of like issues in the past with like disturbances and domestic violence and um you know just like a lot of aggression the police called several times um so they kind of like they kept going back to that over and over again in the article like referencing her tumultuous past right like she's a hot mess everybody right she's a mother she's a mother in 2022 this is what she is trying to find a place to take a goddamn nap (laughs) oh my god and you know i think the pressures of being what her husband was an NFL player and she was a soccer star. Like, I think that probably added a lot to it, but like, you know, it just, it just felt like they were positioning her in that article in a way that was setting her up for other women to be like, tis, tis, tis. Yes, exactly. That's exactly what I felt. Yeah. It was like, instead of being like, oh my God, was she passed out because she was burnt the fuck out because she's, you know, maybe her, 
her NFL husband isn't in the picture anymore and she's trying to do two twin toddlers on her own and she's exhausted and sometimes you do get behind the wheel after taking fucking two toddlers to Walmart and it's exhausting you get in your car and you're like oh my god I'm so tired and you like minutes yeah you lay your head back and then it's done and you're asleep like there's just it's there was no mention of that there was no empathy it was automatically like she's the villain she's passed out she's had tumultuous relationships and i feel bad that it had to be in a walmart parking lot i'm like oh girl all the places to fall asleep i used to take my son to therapy and i would never bring all of my other kids in and wait that would be a nightmare so i would take him in send him off to the therapist and then sit in the van with my other three kids doors yeah on and i probably fell asleep a few times why just not in the parking lot because you're so tired you are nobody so called tired. the cops on me oh my god <laughs> i can't even imagine like i like one toddler at a time is hard but having twins is i can't even imagine okay. so um i mean we don't know what happened we don't know if she was drunk we don't know if she was you know on something or maybe I just she feel like there needs out. to be a little more empathy like I, yeah. i'm not condoning what she did especially if she had been drinking i mean she's she is drinking she, she put her kid's life in danger it sounds like if she was drinking like i said i have this envision of her saying we're going to go to walmart and i'm taking a nap in the parking lot after i pound this bottle of wine i hope not but that's some that's a cry for help more than it is just i'm a bad person and everybody should think that like something's not going right right she needs exactly. help yeah she doesn't absolutely. need people to bring up her shitty marriage because Lord knows Susie's shitty marriage down the street isn't being written about. Let's, let's not do it's, that. Exactly. My God, how many marriages in this country are worse than that, right? But it was just, I just felt like the position turn away. It was just like, they were just making her mm-hmm. a target. And she didn't release any statement to like say, you know, to explain. She didn't anything. have to. She didn't have to. Right. I don't just, expect one. It opens her up to speculation and like accusatory statements and you know, I just was like, when I first read that headline, I immediately thought, oh my God, she, because the way that the headline was even like, she passed out, which makes me assume that she passed out drunk. Right. Like, we right. It makes out. like, yeah, she, like she was just like, like I said, like one of those like heroin users, like those articles where the kids are in the backseat and the parents are like passed out in front of the police station or whatever. It wasn't even like she fell asleep. Like Hope Solo was found asleep in her car with her toddlers in the back that wasn't it It, they had to use the words passed out to make it more sensational Mm -hmm. and that's what pissed me off I was like you know what yeah and I don't even know I don't even know if the author was a woman I didn't even look but I bet you was a fucking man who wrote that headline (laughs) fucking male copywriter you know speaking (laughs) of I watched a show called the loudest voice in the room on Showtime and it's about Roger Ailes starting Fox News it's amazing it's hard to watch. I'm not going to lie. You're not going to like it, but it's amazing to watch because you just, I, I taught, my friend said, you should watch this. And, and I did. And then I talked to him about it and I said, you know, a lot of people see these women as getting what they deserved or whatever, because they performed sexual favors for men to get promoted or whatever else. I said, but you don't understand in that situation they're doing it more to stay alive and to stay safe than they are to get promoted because have you seen bombshell no but it's a it's like it's like the roger ailes rupert murdoch version of of bombshell it was so good it was because that's what it was based on was that whole situation right with him and you know him 
basically putting these women in a situation where they felt like I either had to do this disgusting thing with him or my career is over. Right. You know, and so many women who felt like they were put in that position. I would love to see that. That's incredible, but it is, it's like women are just positioned in the, in a way that the male, you know, superior wants them to be viewed as that's exactly yeah. it's it like is. in the beginning, he's talking about leaving whatever station he was at Roger Ailes is. And he's like, we all know Maria or some, I think it was Arnold Schwarzenegger's wife was uh, in like a newscaster in this station. And he's like, she's got legs for days. I'm like, Bleh. but back then in 97, nobody blinked at that kind of stuff. It's, it's just, a, it's amazing this, to watch it. And it makes my heart hurt for these women who, you know, normally today we would be like, well, they're Fox news reporters and we don't agree on everything, but I'm not going to say that. Nobody should no. have to do that kind of stuff. They're women. I don't yeah. care if they disagree with me on political issues. They're still women who deserve to, you know, be respected and treated as people and not sexual objects. Right. right. And, it's like, what are you going to do for me, no, like, Sally? It's like, not a damn thing. Ooh, gross. Ugh. And you know what, you know, the thing is, is they, is, um, Russell Crowe plays Roger Ailes and he's like fat and gross. Oh my God. Well, and Bombshell, it's what's his name? Oh my God. That comedian. Oh, he was in that movie, that show in the nineties. Oh my God. I can't think of it. The the ones with the aliens that were pretending to be people. Coneheads? He used to be Chase. Uh, The Ghostbuster guy. Oh oh my God. The one that makes, the one that makes vodka. Oh my God. Of course. I can't remember his name. Okay. He's Is he in Ghostbusters? He played in Dexter as the Trinity killer. Oh, Lithgow. Lithgow? John Lithgow. He plays Roger Ailes in Bombshell. Ooh. And he's like massive Ooh. and he's disgusting. Ooh. Like and when he- Christian Bale played Dick Cheney. That was weird. <laughs> he fucking kills it. He, John Lithgow as Roger Ailes was fucking ridiculously phenomenal. You hate you know, it. I have you to ask, it. what like Roger Ailes, Harvey Weinstein, Dick Cheney, they're gross. Yeah. Like they're, they're, they're disgusting men that I would never in a million years even want to see naked, let alone touch anything. It's not like Brad Pitt, like, you know, hey. No, but, <laughs> but even then I still wouldn't do Brad Pitt just because he's like, hey, if you want 50 bucks extra a week, oh, I'd be like, no, thanks. But it'd be but a lot easier. I'd be, I would oh, be like, I would rather burn in a pit of hell fire than even get close to doing any sexual favors for either one of these men like it's completely disgusting and the fact that they have that much power that women who are gorgeous that could get any man they ever possibly could want are put in a position to where that's what they have to do to like they have to contend with men grabbing their asses at work and it being part of the part just part of the environment just seriously yeah absolutely and that's what you know when I think about hope solo I'm like I wonder what really happened because we won't know because the people that are writing about her are are men who are putting her in a position that they feel like this they're going to shed a certain light on this on the situation Mm -hmm. so until she tells us what happened and puts in her own words we won't know yeah yeah and the no. truth is, is I feel like she doesn't owe anybody an explanation. I'd like to know her side of the story, but I also don't feel like it's something that 
I deserve to know. Like, it's not something that she needs to tell everybody. Um, it's just unfortunate that she picked the day. I'm glad somebody saw her because if, if her kids were in any kind of jeopardy, definitely want something to, yeah, you know, to happen, but it's just, it's unfortunate when you see people who have lived this so-called glamorous life fall so far and you're like, what happened? Like what happened? But that's the thing. Did she fall far or is she just exhausted? That's the thing. Like, that's what I'm like, please. I just want to know, like, it's, if it's already public record and people are already talking about it, like, I feel like she just needs to, and you know what, if she was drinking and she does have an issue, then cop cop to it and take responsibility for your shit. Oh, it's you just know? like us talking about the lies we told as kids. It's like, uh, yeah. So like my kid told a lie and recently, and I was talking to him about it today with my friend. And we both were telling him it's so much easier and the weight is lifted so much quicker when you're just like, I lied. Yeah. Instead of trying to remember all of the details of the bullshit that you've been spreading around, just be like, you know what? I made it up because I didn't want to do this or I didn't want to do that. And I feel like the lies we say as adults are just lies. Really like for me, it's the lies I say to myself, like the lies that I tell myself, those are the lies that have transferred over. Like <laughs> it's just shit that I tell myself to get through the day or to make myself feel better. And, you know, I'm working on it. I'm working on, you know, being real with myself and figuring shit out and not letting my default thoughts take over. But, you know, there's you know, evolve somehow from when you're a kid and lying to when you're adult and lying mm -hmm. you know so I just, I just try not to do it anymore at all I don't want to do it anymore like I'm going no, on a like, beach trip with my friend and I can't wait and she's like oh we're gonna ride in a convertible it's gonna be great and and it, it would be great but I've I was just honest with her and I said I have to bring my own car because I have a real fear of getting stuck places yeah <laughs> Like I just, I have a fear that if I don't do that, that's when Rob's going to be like, you need to come home right away because something really horrible has happened. And then right, of course, everybody's right. vacations ruined. And she was like, it's fine. Whereas maybe five or six years ago, I would have been like, yay, I can't wait. And then just had extreme anxiety for a whole seven days straight. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, like the people pleasing mechanism mm -hmm. that's built into me. That makes me want to make everybody else's lives easier. Right. And somehow I tell myself that that's me being a good person. And that's a lie that I tell myself. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's it like, being a good person is overrated if it burns you out to the point where you just don't want to even be good to yourself. Yeah, right. Exactly. Right. And luckily I have people in my life who are like, you know, calling me out on it or like, you know, no, you don't have to do that. Don't you do, do that. not. Well, that's like no. last week. You're like, my bike doesn't fucking work. I'm like, cool. This is, all right. You're like, let's call it. I'm like, cool. I'm going to go to bed. Yeah. I'm oh <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, nope, can't do it. I'm just calling it. The stress is too much. And I can, I can say no. And I'm saying it. So <laughs> that's where I am right now. Good job. You I exercised your rights last week. I'm proud of you. It's hard to do. It's, mm -hmm. you know, you feel like there's people, you know, well, we do, we have people all over the country that listen and there's expectations and you know, we even have, I don't know if you know this, Beth, but we have a huge single gay male audience. And so 
and they're um they're phenomenal and lovely and wonderful and they love us and so but you know I think about them when I think about like when like last week when I said fuck it I can't do it this week I'm exhausted the fucking tech's not working I'm done let's call it immediately I see their faces in my mind that I'm like oh my god are they going to be upset because I've let them down I mean, yeah, that's most of the time people just text to make sure that I'm okay. They're like, all right, there's no episode this week. Did something really strange happen? And I'm like, no, we just can't figure out how to fucking work our shit. (laughs) And we still can't do it. Yeah. (laughs) Somebody help us. (laughs) It's okay. Cause we're just doing this for fun and we enjoy it. And one day if we get paid to do it, that'll be phenomenal. But you know, right now we're just doing it. Um, I did want to wrap up the episode by asking you, have you heard of this thing? So I'm listening to this podcast right now called um, The Mindful Mentor. I think I sent it to you. You did. And I get text messages from him and I'm like, who's, yeah. this? who's Mark? Why is Mark oh, texting me? <laughs> so he was, he was talking about this week's episode was like the four ways to combat anxiety. Right. And so immediately the title is like, oh my God, I have to listen to this. And so. Um, he talked about this strategy called HALT. H-O-L-T. Have you heard of it? No. Okay. So he was talking about this strategy called HALT. And he was like, when you're feeling anxious or you're feeling down or things just don't feel right, or you're feeling upset. And he was like, if you can stop and evaluate yourself using this HALT system, then you can sort of self-analyze. Why am I feeling so shitty? Um, and HALT stands for, all right, let me, let me get it right. Hungry, angry, lonely. And I think tired. the last one is tense, but I could I be said tired, tired. You're right. It is tired. Yes. Yes. He was like, if you can take your situation or how you're feeling and think about it in those terms. And he explained everyone like hungry, like, obviously we all know what it means to be hungry, but like, you know, you could have eaten a really like shitty meal for lunch. And so your digestive system is the thing that takes the most energy to go through in your body. And so if you eat something really crappy for lunch, you're not digesting it well. And so you could still be feeling hungry and your blood sugar could still be low. Right. And so you're feeling horrible. Um, or if you're angry, right, something happened, you're upset with somebody and you're trying to ignore it, you're trying to push it to the side, or if you're lonely, like he went through all of these things, these four steps, um, which I thought was so incredible. And I was like, Oh my God, yes. Like I, I've been trying to find strategies from what I'm feeling because I'm, I don't feel in a, right now lately, not depressed anymore because I'm, you know, medicated and I have therapy and I'm doing really great, but I still have days where I'm like this sucks no the world i i definitely still have days like that i've had days like that last week because i'm still like i said i'm still learning my job and um some days i feel like i'm doing a great job and some days i'm like i don't know if i'm smart enough to do this right yeah and it it, yeah it's really easy to self-sabotage that's what i like yeah yeah And so it was cool to like, like here, I'm always trying to figure out strategies, like in the moment, like what can I immediately go to when I'm feeling down or upset or funked out or just like, whatever, like the day's not great or my kids are awful or whatever. 
you know, it's raining and like, you know, I just feel funky or whatever. And I just thought that was so cool to like, you know, you guys should go and listen to it. It's called the mindful mentor. The, is it the mindful? I think it's yeah, not the mindfulness. It's the mindful mentor. It's mindful um, mentor. Yeah. It's an incredible podcast. Um, when you're done listening to us <laughs> um, <laughs> and his, um, his episodes are pretty short, so that's nice. That's a great thing. It's like quick bites. It's not like an hour lecture. It's like 20 minutes, mm-hmm. which I think is great. Um, and I was, you know, I was thinking about that. And I was like, Oh my God, this weekend was tough. Like we had Ava's party and it was wonderful, but like we were exhausted. There was a lot happening and we were kind of sniping. Yeah. Ranko and I were a little bit on Sunday, you know? And so I was kind of going through those steps in my mind. Okay. How do I feel? Why am I being bitchy? Why am I being angry with him? Let me go through the H-A-L-T and see, you know, like figure it out. <laughs> so you guys should go, you should go listen to it because I feel like it was, you know, it's super helpful and it's something that you can implement as soon as like you're done with the episode, you can implement it in your life. I love so shit. Like- what was it? Were you hungry? Angry? I was angry. <laughs> <laughs> surprise surprise yeah surprise surprise uh sunday was ava's actual birthday and it was beautiful out this weekend in north carolina or south carolina so pretty so pretty for sunny like just beautiful and we really wanted to spend the day outside you know we wanted to go to the greenway with all the kids we wanted to go hiking we wanted to have lunch you know we had this whole day in our minds and of course nothing worked out that way right? Ava was cranky. The boys were pissed at each other. They didn't want to go anywhere. They were fighting. Jack wanted to go to a friend's house. We had to drive him here. I had to go pick up medicine. I had to go pick up this, blah, blah, blah. So it's like 1.30 and we still haven't done shit. And, you know, we're, you know, I'm the kind of person, I'm very flexible. So like, if things don't go the way that I thought they would, I'm fine. Whatever. Ranko's not that way. Things don't go the way that he has in his head. He gets really, upset and i was weird i would have thought it would have been opposite no not no i know right he he was like he had this whole day planned out in his head and just wasn't working out that way because the kids were all being little fuckers every Mm -hmm. one of them you know and so he was being angry with me because i had to take jack and five friends to carowinds and then mm-hmm. go pick up a new car seat for Ava and go pick up medicine. And so I was gone for like an hour and a half and he was being really snippy with me on the phone and really. Cause you were gone for an hour and a half. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? It was an hour and a half, Jesse. Yeah. And uh, sorry, yeah. Ranko, eat a dick. And we love you. And you know, the boys were being super difficult. Ava was being super cranky. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I just have zero. Yeah. No. That's how I, that's exactly what I said. I was like, you know, I was like, you know, what's really going on with you? Why are you so mad? I was like, I've not been gone that long. I've, it's not like I've been gallivanting off. I've been doing shit that needed to get done and just trying to like figure out like, okay, why are you so mad? You, I know that you had a specific plan in your head. You thought things would go this way. They didn't go this way. And now you're upset. And I was like, so we just need to figure out, and I'm trying to figure out an alternate plan. Let's do something else. Let's, and we did. And, um, but then he was like, all right, well, you're right. Let's figure out something else. And I was like, you know what? Now I'm mad. <laughs> now I'm angry. I would have been mad too. I would have been like, you oh, know what? <laughs> I'm not coming home. Bye. Yes. I was like, Getting my nails what? done. You've just added three hours to this trip. <laughs> 
<laughs> at that point I was like, you know what? Like I'm mad because I'm sitting here trying to figure shit out and run kids everywhere and do shit and run errands. Yeah. It's not like you're to- fucking around. Like you're not yeah. fucking around. You're not getting no. your hair done. You're not getting your nails done. Right. And so what if I was? Fuck for real. Right. Like it's not- because it's Ava's birthday, which means on this day, two years ago, you pushed a baby out of your vagina. Absolutely. That's something that you should also celebrate. You know what? That's fucking true. Mm-hmm. You're right. It's my mm-hmm. birthday. Fuck yeah, it is. Yes. It's your vagina's death like day. <laughs> We're working on it. We're working on it. Yeah. Yeah. Every yeah. year, whenever when it's Harrison's birthday, Rob and I take him out and we tell him it's our anniversary of becoming parents. It's our parents. That's right. So. Exactly. Yes. It's not your 18th birthday. No, we're no. celebrating. We've been Sorry. parents for 18 years. So long. <laughs> you made it so much harder than it had to it's be. It's never going to end. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, it never ends. <laughs> never. No, not even when he's under that bridge. Nope. No. I'll be looking for him. He'll be. Slagging <laughs> him down. Be like, where's my troll under the bridge? All right. Oh uh, we we got to go. Nobody's listening to an hour and a half. Let's do this. We're going to call it. We're calling it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you guys, we, uh, the next time you're feeling bad and upset, think about the halt and halt. Uh, who goes there. Is it hunger? Is it anger? Is it, what is the L loneliness? Loneliness. It's probably that for me. hundred percent. And tired. I'm an yeah. LT. Yeah. <laughs> an HLT, like a sandwich. Yeah. You're all the things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all the things. Oh my it's god. everything. Oh my god. Yeah. So we have spring break coming up soon, and yep. then I'll yep. be in LA with a client. So um, um there is no episode next week because of spring break. Yeah, and then the week after I won't be in town. The week after there is an episode, but it's gonna be me and Keisha. There you go. It's gonna be a very special single ladies episode. Yeah. All about the single ladies. So next week is spring break for us, but then the week after we'll be back. Well, Beth will be back. Yep. Miss Keisha Smith, who we all know and love, talking about that single lady love. Oh yeah, I can't wait. So uh, until then, guys, you know we love y'all, and thank you yeah. for listening. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. All right, guys. Bye. Bye.